What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back again at it today, man. Friday, April 19th. It is Good Friday, so I hope all you guys are having a really good and blessed Good Friday. And count your blessings, man, because you just never want to take it for granted because they're great things, honestly. We are all blessed. If you're listening to this, excuse me, you're blessed. Um and all that good stuff, man. So I hope all you guys have had a good Friday. Hope all you guys have a great weekend. It's a lot of playoff basketball games. There's been a lot of exciting college basketball news um, regarding recruiting and stuff and high school news. And I'm going to be doing a lot of more um, AAU coverage throughout the uh, podcast because it's AAU season. Um, my favorite, It's one of my favorite parts of basketball, covering you know all the three big shoe circuits and Adidas, Under Armour, and the EYBL with Nike. So with that being said, man, we had a play. Playoff game today that took place in Orlando with the seven-seeded Magic playing the two-seeded Raptors for the game three, where the Raptors won by a score of 98 to 93. This game was really good, but let me run down the stats. For the Magic, Aaron Gordon had 10 points, seven assists, seven rebounds, and one steal. Jonathan Isaac, who I really like out of Florida State, is becoming a really good player in the league. Has four, had 14 points, one assist, seven rebounds, two steals, two blocks. Nikola Vucevic finally woke up and played way better than he has throughout the series today at home. Had 22 points, six assists, 14 rebounds, one steal, and three blocks. For the Raptors, Pascal Siakam played the game of his life today. He had 30 points, 4 assists, 11 rebounds. Kawhi had 16 points, 4 assists, 10 rebounds, 1 steal. And Kyle Lowry had 12 points, 10 assists, 5 rebounds, 1 steal, 1 block. And Danny Green had 13 points, 2 assists, 1 rebound, 1 steal, 1 block. Now... This game was the game for the Magic to take this game and win this game. This was the game that they should have won, and they blew it. Um, much credit to the Raptors, though, because Siakam was hooping. Like, the Magic just had no answer for Pascal Siakam. He was literally hitting every shot that he took. He was posting up on mismatches. He was getting the ball off screen and rolls. He was hitting threes. He was just a mismatch problem. The Magic had nobody that could guard him, and he literally just took over the game completely. Like I said, he had 30 points, and it was all the Raptors needed. Like, when you have... You you have two all-stars on your roster pretty much in Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard. And when you can make them a second and third option and one of your role players steps up and Pascal Siakam, it's big time. And I've actually watched Pascal Siakam grow. He went to New Mexico State. I did not watch him there, but this past summer, he he was hooping at UCLA under uh, Rico Hines training sessions. It's where all the best hoopers go in the summer to work out, to get better, to prepare for next season. And Siakam was one of the players that stood out to me. He was there every day. He was getting buckets every day. And you can just slowly see his game uh, rising every single day. And so he looks really good, man. Like, he looks really good. But... The Magic play really good defense. That's why I thought they were going to win this game. I thought they were in, they were in the game the entire game. I thought they had it, but in the end, it was just the Raptors were too much. But Jonathan Isaac, man, is really good defensively. He plays really good defense. And one of the hardest things on, to do defensively is guard in the transition. And Jonathan Isaac almost has it down to a science. The Raptors had a, I believe it was a two-on-one fast break, and Isaac was guarding it. And Kawhi Leonard took it coast to coast, and then Jonathan Isaac blocked him cleanly as he was facing 
uh, Kawhi, and he was backpedaling, and he blocked it cleanly. Like, playing defense in transition is hard. It's a hard thing to do. You have to communicate. You have to do a lot of different things. You have to know where each pass could go, and he's really excelled at that. I know it's a little skill, but it can result into wins, and he really has it down to a science, and he just plays good defense overall. He really guards Kawhi really good in the half court. Like I said, Kawhi only had 16 points today, even though Siakam ended up with 30, but Jonathan Isaac is just really good, but like I said, Nikola Vucevic finally woke up and played hard for the Magic. He was doing whatever he wanted to do. He was hitting shots. He had a nasty big-time put-back dunk. And the Raptors, they didn't really have a matchup for him. Even though they've been playing him good all series long, I think the home crowd, the home environment finally just woke him up and inspired him to play harder. And that's what he did. He crashed the offensive glass pretty hard. He had 14 rebounds. He was playing good defense. And he's just really good. He's a mobile seven-footer. I can shoot it. He can stretch the floor. can do whatever he wants really he can post up he's he can pass he's just a good all-around player and he finally woke up but like I said they just they still lost the game this was their game to win and they just let it go honestly they had some really really bad mental mistakes that ended up costing them and they had some just bad shots like I've always liked Terrence Ross but he takes a lot of bad shots watching him because obviously nobody really watched the Orlando Magic throughout the season and that's not because nobody wants to but it's just because they're not on national tv all the time but nobody you know really gets to see him but Terrence Ross man I feel like he just forces a lot of shots that aren't really there all the time we know he's an elite shooter we know he's capable of scoring the ball at will but sometimes he just needs to relax and let the offense flow and to let other people find their shots like DJ Augustine he can create for himself Jonathan Isaac can create for himself Aaron Gordon can create for himself they have players but I just feel like T Ross forces it a lot I think the biggest thing they need to do to not lose game four on Sunday, um, which will be Easter Sunday, by the way, um, is locked down more defensively and try and get more transition buckets. Um, overall, though, the Raptors shot 39 to 87, which is 44% as a team. The Magic shot 29 of 80. They got to work on that. They got to get their offense flowing. They got to move the ball from side to side. They got to get some uh, some post touches. They got to do a lot of different things, man. I just feel like they kind of hit the Raptors offensively with the same kind of sets. They don't really switch it up. Like, you got to, you know, hit them with some new things. You got to try some new things out. I'm not saying you know completely change the offense but I'm just saying like don't run the same sets every time you come down the floor on offense like you got to work on it but the Raptors also shot 11 to 28 from three which is 39 percent the Magic shot 13 of 44 which is 29 percent they got to get those percentages up because you know you're not going to beat the Raptors who are an elite defensive team but I know you can get better shots than some of the shots that they were taking for if you're Orlando the Raptors out rebounded the Magic 43 to 42 the Raptors had nine, or the Raptors had 26 assists compared to the Magic's 19. One thing I do like about Coach Nick Nurse and the Raptors is that they do move the ball. They move it really, really well, especially when the shot clock is running down. Usually, a lot of teams, when that shot clock hits about five, that la- that one player will try and break down, isolate, and force up a bad shot. They don't really panic. They do not panic whatsoever. They move the ball crisp. They get it to where people can score. They set up Danny Green a few times to hit a couple big threes. They set up Kyle Lowry can hit. They just have a whole bunch of different options on the perimeter where that they can score and be effective from that distance. And it really pays off. But defensively, the Raptors had nine steals. The Magic had eight. The Magic also had 16 turnovers. They had a lot of times where the offense just got stagnant. They, they had some times where they just threw some bad passes. They just got to work on it. Like, honestly, like, 
I don't know what it was, but it kind of looked like they were kind of out of sync. Like certain certain lineups were out of sync. Like all five players weren't clicking at the same time, and that kind of cost them. But like I said, they were still in this game. This game was a winnable game for Orlando. They just let it go in the last couple of possessions. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, the Raptors also had seven fast break points. The Magic only had six. So I know they can do a lot better than that. I know one of their fast break points was a Terrence Ross and one layup. Um, the Raptors also had 44 points in the paint, and the Magic only had 26. That's another thing. The Raptors are really effective in the paint. They run a lot of screen and rolls. Marcus All can finish inside. Sergi Baca can finish inside. Kawhi gets to the rack at will. Siakam gets to the rack at will. And the Magic, they just settle for a lot of threes. I don't know what it is. They're not – I mean, they are a good three-point shooting team, but – you shouldn't want to live and die by the three against a really elite defensive team. The Raptors are probably the best defensive team in the league, and I feel like shooting threes to beat them isn't the way. You got to find a way to get into the paint and and then facilitate. I don't mind if you're aggressive and you're headed towards the rack and then you kick out for a three, but they just run a lot of things where they're just shooting the three the first five seconds of the of the shot clock, which is bad. And I I just I don't know. I feel like they can just do better. I'm not no coach. I want to be a coach eventually. But to me personally, I just feel like, you know, they can get into the rack versus the Raptors. The Raptors aren't shutting them out the lanes. But at the same time, when you're settling for threes, it's just not working. But the end of the game, they were down. The Magic were down six. Um, They were headed back into the game. Terrence Ross hit a three to bring them down three. Then um, the Raptors were on offense and they missed their first shot. I forgot who shot it. And then somehow, out of all people, all five or all five Magic players were looking to run in transition, and they didn't secure the rebound. And Kyle Lowry came up with the offensive rebound, and it cost them. It cost them big time. That was the biggest play of the game. Kyle Lowry simply just went for the offensive rebound. DJ Augustine leaked out early, and a couple other players leaked out early. All DJ Augustine had to do was box out, and it cost them. The Raptors only had 18 bench points, so their starters really produced today. Like I said, Siakam stepped up in a major way, but... We'll see if um, the Magic can, can tie the series up on Sunday. Should be a good one. Um, 421 is Easter Sunday. Um, so with all that being said, man, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, share, and all those other good things. Y'all have a beautiful and blessed weekend. I will talk to you guys soon. This has been another episode of the Kebo Bands Hoops Podcast. Peace.